Welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Let's just get right on into it and uh, talk about the birthdays we've missed because we haven't recorded in many a month. There were three October birthdays with Francis Enso, a.k.a. Poppy, on October 5th. Jack Donnelly, a.k.a. Jason Wiggler, on October 28th. Claudia Jesse, a.k.a. Sophia, on October 30th. We had no November birthdays for December. We have my two besties right here. Brenna and Laura. <laughs> Happy birthday to my besties. Uh, we have Sarah Paul on December 17th and Tazy Lawrence, aka Mara, on December 22nd. Ooh. My birthday already passed. It was December 4th, so your girl's 28 now, which is crazy because I was 25 when we started this podcast. <laughs> so let's talk about those Instagram pics, right. right? So the cast has just been so cute hanging out again like the people that live in LA all the girlies are hanging out and taking pictures so like just a couple days ago it was Natalia, Tazy, Jade, and Nikita all hanging out and they did the Sabuna sign for a picture which iconic and then like a month or so ago Natalia and Tazy were hanging out because they both have babies now so like they're suddenly besties because they both can hang out with their babies (laughs) (laughs) so that's been really cute (laughs) yeah (laughs) so they're all they're all just like living their best lives it's been really nice to watch baby and children alone he can't help it he's got two baby mamas <laughs> they gotta be besties it, it's nara nara forever thank you nara single moms mom you where they get both got heartbroken by fabian who went abroad i don't know <laughs> he got both of them pregnant <laughs> he hit it in, he hit oh, it in no. dips. that's so not on bread that's so not fabian <laughs> something changed in his adulthood the stress of being a good guy and you couldn't take it anymore. It's the silver fox in him. I'm sorry, Brad. I'm sorry. I think we don't really have any cast news. I mean, I guess we talked about it in the last episode, but the flat me. share dropped, but only in like some countries back on December 1st. So we... It's rude because we can't yeah, watch it yet. We, we did try to spicy watch it and that did not work out. So the only thing I know about the flat share is that Clarice's character, aka Kay, who's the girlfriend is really annoying that was brought to you by one of my uk mutuals and i was like damn harpen i like i kind of knew that was gonna come but like still harpen broke so many times but we're gonna love her I feel anyway like, we love her based on what i know about her character and joy and house of anubis she done got typecasted all right so i think that wraps up our cast news let us talk about the episode today we are recapping house of visions house of captive we are in the pen ultimatum episode of season two like wow besties crazy okay i feel like this episode and the episode after this aired together as the finale but for some reason on paramount plus they're split they did air together yeah i think they did like they did like a big finale episode with especially because they did not have air dates on paramount plus like all the episodes before this had air dates and then paramount plus said this episode is called house of missions captive and it aired on january 1st 2000 and um 11, which is not the truth. That's when the first episode of the House of Anubis all aired. So I think that these two episodes were the finale together. But they split them up on Paramount+. Plus. I know we had talked about actually trying to do a double episode, but it's just, it did not work out for us. Besties. And Paramount Plus split the episode, so we'll just do this and then we'll do the next episode. Which means more episodes for you guys, too. So like, I have even more exciting news. I got out of retail. Right before Christmas, so your girl actually has free time again. 
Oh, wait, one last piece of news. This isn't cast news. This is co-host news. The three of us are finally meeting in April in person. So exciting. You see us being sus on Twitter. That's what we're talking about. I think we tweeted it and someone said what? And I said, I'm a I added to the dates recently, too. I, like, dropped the countdown again. I was like, besties, I promise you we're not actually, we're being sus, but we're not that sus. We're being. We're not that sus because we literally just said that uh, get, we have tickets to see our bestie Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good time. I'm so excited. I might cry the entire time. I hope you're aware. Who's prepared to hug me? Oh, definitely. We'll cry the entire time. Definitely prepared to hug you. Just got to book a flight. Exactly. We both have to book flights. Uh, so to wrap up our cast news, again, we're recapping House of Missions, House of Captive, and let's get into it. As per usual, we open with the iconic intro. Patricia and Eddie are in the dining room. Eddie just told her Jerome's uncle was named Renee. Patricia just starts going, no, 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 no. Mara asks Patricia what it is and if she knows who the man is. Patricia says he's not Jerome's uncle. She lies and says he's a private investigator. Eddie asks if Jerome... Hiring a PI is a regular thing. Patricia lies and says it's for Jerome's dad. Mara's offended that Jerome killed Patricia before her. Patricia says she and Jerome are really close. She says she has to help Joy with her macrame and runs out. Me and Jerome are really close these days. Patrome lives. Wow. <laughs> she really said me and Jerome are besties. And I love how like both Eddie and Mara got jealous. <laughs> they <laughs> Just said, like one little line. They They're got like jealous. What? It also were like since when, which fair. <laughs> Season one, I'd buy that from Yeah. <laughs> it was literally like the Season sense two, of when more than the jealousy that I think took me out. Because they're both just like, nope, <laughs> when? No, you're not. They're like, I've ne- never seen you speak to Jerome, but okay. <laughs> Upstairs, Nina, Amber, Elfie, and Fabian are in her room. Fabian says they just need the mask by tomorrow night for her grand to be fine. Nina says they have until sundown, then Sankara is coming after them. Alfie says they just need to get through a sheet of unbreakable glass. Patricia comes in and says she has bad news. Amber says nothing she can say will make it worse. Patricia says Rufus has her own. Amber then proceeds to respond with, and I'm wrong. Sabuna in the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> Victor is asleep in his office when Vera enters. Victor asks her who RZ is. Vera asks Victor where he got her phone. He tells her, never mind that. And she says, she will mind. He yells at her and tells her to tell him she's not in touch with Rufus Zeno. Um, Initially, I typed Zano instead of Zeno. So shout out to Nick Zano. That had nothing to do with the episode, but shout out. Vera asks him who Rufus is. Victor says, shh. He is not to be trusted. She tells him it's not what he thinks. Victor accuses her of working for Rufus. She tells him Rufus is insane. Victor says she has been helping him look for the mask. Victor tells her she has betrayed him and tells her he wants her gone first thing. She asks Victor to think about what he's saying. She tells them her feelings have been genuine. He tells her as were his. He goes to open the door and for her to open the door for her and she asks what about their dreams. He tells her she's no longer required. Uh, so why did Victor and Vera get a better breakup scene than Nick and Mara? (laughs) (laughs) so sad, but so true. (laughs) Like, so, so intense. And, like, that part where she's like, my feelings for you have always been real. And he was like, as were mine. Like, that's so real. (laughs) 
Nobody else talks like that in this show. I said, somewhere in the haze, got a sense I've been betrayed. Midnight's episode dropping soon, maybe. <laughs> Not Vera trying to flirt with him right now, but he's into her too. Angst. Fair enough. She leaves. Victor closes the door. And honestly, good for Victor, because like it's about time. He's better off on his own. So true, Bestie. Mara is upset Jerome hasn't contacted her to her. Eddie asks if they're an item. Mara asks Eddie why he would think that. Uh, Eddie says Jerome treats her like a queen and how Jerome treats everyone else like scum. And also this picture of Jerome and Mara. And I do not know whose profile photo that was. I think it's it was Mara. It was Mara. Like uh, I noticed it right away. <laughs> was so I, like, her profile said in a relationship with Mick, but her profile photo is her. Yeah. <laughs> oh messy 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 mara so my defense i actually thought it was mara but i was like well that would be stupid for mara to have that as her profile photo i was wrong yeah that's why i was like i don't know whose profile it was it literally was like in a relationship with meg but cuddling with profile picture cuddling with Jerome. Mick's profile picture is a cropped image of those photos they took when he left for australia (laughs) he like cropped everyone else out of just his face you know what i could actually see Mick doing that though there were some really good (laughs) derps in there (laughs) mara says she cares about him and wants to know jerome's all right okay so one of the reasons why it took me a hot minute to take notes is i was using siri to take my notes and initially it decided that I said tree instead of queen, so I don't know why. My brain was like, ah, yes, K-Tree is real. Love this for K-Tree. Only true 90s kids remember. <laughs> exactly. Mara says it's complicated. Eddie asks what the problem is. Mara says Mick. Eddie says, isn't he just a glorified pen pal? Mara deflects and asks Eddie when he'll tell Patricia she's actually in a relationship. Eddie tells Mara, good luck with that. And to Brenna, I'm sorry, my man, because your man is a glorified pen pal. He'd be more than a glorified pen pal if Mara let him be more than a glorified pen pal. I'm just going to say that. Just... You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, I didn't include this in my episode notes, but Mara Byrne. Ouch. Yeah, no, the whole, like, Eddie-Mara friendship is just elite, honestly. Like, even though this seems upsetting because it's destroying my ship, um, we still love them as besties. And, you know, Eddie's not saying anything that's wrong. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> I said I really enjoy their friendship. Too bad they literally never speak again. <laughs> Me with like half of the ships on like friendships on the show. Wow, I love this friendship. And they never talk again. <laughs> the Mar and Eddie interaction, season two, fantastic. Season three, they forgot that the other person exists. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, but can you please like imagine Mara helping Eddie through his breakup? Like that would have been iconic. Mara trying to, like, play matchmaker again, but, like, also not wanting the other to know she's trying to play matchmaker for them. It would have been so chaotic. It would have been a great fun time. Um, I said her profile picture is literally her and Jerome, but we already commented on that. Eddie shipping Jarrett, lol, and he called Mick Captain Australia. Mara begins to message Mick when suddenly he appears. Okay, so... Mara goes, I was just about to message you. I thought you were in Australia. And Mick's just like, I'm not there. What a man. It was just like so funny. He was like so excited. So wholesome. I was so happy. I always just smile instantly when he's on my screen. So it's very exciting. It's been too long. Like he tried to surprise her and she was trying to break up with him. I know. She could have break up with him over like Facebook DM. Probably. <laughs> that would still have been better than the breakup he got. Because <laughs> yeah, he would have got the breakup. <laughs> 
This episode is called actually House of Emily and Brenna Break Mick and Mar Bur Roast Mick and Mara's non existent breakup. Yeah. Oh, just wait till next episode. We're gonna get into it. Or the notes just us saying Mick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Mick, all caps. The Sabunas are in Nina and Amber's room. Nina tells them the plan. Patricia, Alfie, and Fabian will go to the barn to look for Jerome. Nina and Amber will try to get the mask. Amber asks why Frobisher couldn't just leave a spare key. Nina suggests, what if he did? Nina points out the key clue from the dollhouse. Fabian says they need to get it soon. Mara is upset Mick is there. He tells her he flew halfway around the world to see her. He says some girls would find it romantic. I find it romantic. Maybe you should date Mick. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Hit me up, Mick. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> their little hug was so cute because they hugged and then he, like, she said something and then Mick just like hugged her again because he's just so happy to see her. It's very wholesome. I'm soft. Mick, lots of sad, sad face. Mick's sad face. I mean, I'm sad. Fair enough. Um, anyways, Victor does his 10 o'clock speech. Mick asks if she wants to make plans. Victor is shocked to see Mick. Fabian and Elfie are excited to see Mick. Fabian didn't hug Mick because he was like, I can't know homo <laughs> in the public. I'm sure. sorry, that was a really terrible joke. Can you tell I've been awake since 3 a.m.? I was thinking about how this means that Mick literally rolled up to the house at like 10 p.m. to go see Mara. He probably went straight from the airport, which is just very cute. Good boyfriend. Like, what did he tell his dad, though? Like, I gotta go see my girlfriend. He was probably like, go get her, son. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Victor, I found really funny in this scene because he was like, oh, Mick, Mara, go to your rooms. And he was like, wait, Mick, you're here. And then he was like telling that he was slacking, basically, because everyone was just like ignoring him and just like hanging out with Mick. Also, Alfie starts acting like him and Mick are, like, best friends, as if he ever spoke to Mick. And him and Mick didn't have, like, beef because they were both into Amber. Right. They just, like, let Alex, like, and Bobby just, like, do whatever they felt like doing to each other. And they were like, we're best friends. I was like, <laughs> Alfie yeah, is way too excited to see Mick. Honestly, that's probably what it was. Really, that was um, that was Alex and Bobby. That was not Mick and Alex. They didn't. They didn't actually. T Alex did not know Bobby was coming back because that Bobby just rolled up one day. Alfie got to Alex got to another fake stairs, and he was like, "Oh my god, it's my bestie." <laughs> like good. Alfie's acting like him and Mick were best friends, and he missed Mick so much. Like before Mick went to Australia, like immediately before, I don't think they really had beef because, like at that point, Mick was with Mara and Amber was with Alfie, and like they didn't have beef. But, like, yeah. they were friends. Right. They and they literally the had issues with each other. They were trying to find each other all the time in season you know. one. Best friends. Besties. It's not really true friendship unless you try to fight a work well together. Yeah. <laughs> Victor chases everyone to bed. The next morning, Alfie asks if they're ready to break out Jerome. Fabian says Nina and Amber should take Joy. So true. Include Joy. Eddie walks. Amber asks Nina how her grand is. Eddie asks Patricia if Nina's not being too optimistic because isn't Nina's grand in a coma? Uh, Sabuna quickly leaves the breakfast table. How harsh of Eddie to be like, I think you're being a little too optimistic. Like, she's in a coma. She's not going to make it. Like, you don't just say that to someone. <laughs> Eddie really just said, I'm in a foreshadow season three. This was it. Yeah. This was the season three foreshadowing. Jerome successfully cracks the safe. He finds the gem. He closes the safe door when he hears a car. Rufus walks into the shed. 
Jerome goes, I've been spending way too much time in jail. That was a good line. It was a good line. Rufus receives a call from Vera. Patricia and Alfie and Fabian are around the corner from the shed. Alfie says they outnumber Rufus. Fabian says they should stake out the place. All right, Patricia, why is your skirt so short? Like, girly, you know you're going on a stakeout. Like, dress a little bit more practical. She looked cute. She (laughs) did, but, like, it wasn't practical. Gotta look look cute cute. for my old friend Rufus. (laughs) (laughs) Like, gotta gotta look cute to rescue Jerome from being kidnapped. Yeah, because Patron. (laughs) I love her outfit, but, yeah, that's not what I would wear if I was purposely trying to, like, go break someone out from being kidnapped. I mean, honestly, and, like, it's a good look, but also it just... She's cute. It makes sense. She's a fashion icon. On the phone, Vera tells Rufus her cover is blown. While Rufus is distracted, Jerome shoves him and begins to run away. Rufus runs after him. Jerome hides behind some straw. Patricia tells Fabian to do something. Yeah, Jerome. Also, I was like, I don't know how Rufus does not see any of them because, like, they are all basically out in the open. Like, Jerome hid behind some straw. Patricia, Alfie, and Fabian are badly hiding behind a building and peeking out from behind it, but Rufus can see none of them. No brain cells for Rufus this week. Honestly. Fabian throws a stone, and Rufus goes to see where it came from. Jerome accidentally peeks over a wooden panel, bringing Rufus's attention back to him. I'm just thinking about how wild it is that we are out here kidnapping students on a Nickelodeon show still. (laughs) Just, like, they let that happen. Multiple times. Multiple seasons in a row. So that was the end of the first half of our episode. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. All right, besties, you better not have skipped our ad because it is our us clowning around in Florida fund. (laughs) Only 90% joking, but you know. It's going to buy us a single meal (laughs) when we're out in Florida. (laughs) Maybe. It's just hey, maybe a hunk, maybe a hunk of our Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fred rolling up to the Airbnb. Do you take PayPal from a random account? No question. And do you think Airbnb Nobody's... accepts PayPal? All right. <clears throat> Rufus is once oh right I'm got right in the back into the episode. Rufus is once again looking for Jerome. Okay, but like, why was there such like a there was like a random like the straw Jerome was hiding in was in like a mini maze form, and I just want to know why. Which farmer had time for that? A lot of hay bales, like just next to Rufus's kidnapping shed. Like they weren't like stacked or even just like thrown out. They were like strategically like placed in like a weird mini maze. No, it was like when you go in like a maze for Halloween. <laughs> It literally reminded me of the children's hay maze we walked through when we went to um, this Halloween thing in October. It looked just like that. It was like the same like difficulty level of like what is happening here. True. Rufus grabs Jerome again. Okay, let's be real. Jerome could have taken Rufus. Like all like that. He got the height on Rufus. He could have taken Rufus. Didn't even need to be thinking that hard. He just kind of was like, well, I guess Rufus is taking me again. I guess Jerome um, didn't realize that, um, like, the rest of the kids were there. Yeah, I don't think I he Because I feel knew. like if he realized the rest of them were there, he could have, like, punched Rufus, and then the rest of them could have come and, like, tackled Rufus. <laughs> I would have actually loved to see Sabuda tie Rufus up, throw him in the car, and then drive back <laughs> to the school. How 
Yeah, also, like, in there. theory, they all could have, the three of them should have, like, jumped out from their hiding place. Like, they all, all four of them could have taken him down. Yeah, no, I don't know why they did it all. I mean, like, not, because, like, Rufus is scary, and clearly Rufus is kidnapping people, but, like, they could have tried to tackle Rufus. Mm-hmm. I think they could, between the four of them, they definitely could have taken him. Fabian tells Patricia and Alfie to follow him. They sneak into part of the building. Once they are out of sight, Eddie creeps around the corner. Ariana, what are you doing here? It's <laughs> my really bad TikTok impression, but that's the first thing I thought of. Mick surprises Mara at school. Poppy comes up to them and asks if she's seen Jerome. Poppy then asks if Mara will come to her dad's hearing with her. Mick offers to also come. So I get that we're in the UK, but in America, you could not just like pop into high school like that. Like Mick just showed up to surprise Mara in the middle of the school day. And ask her lunch, and like that would that would not oh, yeah, have. You would have to be signing flown. at the office. Yeah, you have to sign in. Like, you'd have to like get escorted to where you're going. <laughs> Can't just like roam around. I saw a video where like Selena Gomez tried to roll up to her old school, but they wouldn't let her in because <laughs> they had security at the school. Yeah, but like Sounds also right. didn't mix. Didn't Mick's dad donate a bunch of money to the school? So I they do just think Mick's ah. dad is rich. He might have, because Mick's dad rolled up in the middle of the school day and was meeting with Mr. Sweet or something. <laughs> That's true. So they probably were like, I pretend I do not see. <laughs> this school has no security. Everyone gets kidnapped all the time. Great point. They almost died every season. Many points to be made here. At the library, the girls are looking. Nina sees a tile out of place. Nina says, doll riddle. Joy is confused. The neighbor says, they don't have time for a rookie week camp. I found Joy funny in this scene because they were looking around for stuff and Joy was like, you better hope there's an excuses book in here. Because we're gonna need one. <laughs> Nina turns an arm on the banister and a drawer pops out. Nina and Amber find the key, but then they're intercepted by Mr. For this whole scene, I'm just glad that they're including Joy now, even if she's confused and now um, possibly in trouble because they're caught, but... Happy she's there. Victor is in his office trying to decipher a clue. Victor, like, is straight up getting frustrated with this clue and he just goes, she's like, Tacovia, what does it mean? What does it mean? Like, <laughs> sir, that is a dead bird. It does not know what it means. He doesn't know that. <laughs> Mr. Sweet asks where the other Anubis house students are. Mr. Sweet says he may have to reconsider the jackal. He says they, they, they need to come back later and they'll go with Mr. Sweet. Mr. Sweet asking about Eddie and then, like, them not at all being concerned. Like, ladies, maybe one of you should, like, just, y'all know, like, you're being sus. Maybe one of you should just, like, text Patricia and be like, Eddie is also missing. Like, you know, she might not get it, but maybe just that, like, ounce of a brain cell should probably just, like, text her. Or, like, Fabian be like, where's your roommate? Like, it's a little need to be concerned. Like, just an iota. But also, maybe, is this why the Jackal's gone next season? Because of the li- <laughs> yeah. they they were goofing off in the library. They claimed they were creeped around the library because of the Jackal, and Mr. Sweet was like, yeah, you guys keep ditching class. Jackal's cancelled. The students are spying on Rufus. Vera is telling him about this library passage. Rufus says the mask is their passport. Rufus is just, like, saying so much stuff in front of Jerome. Like, he's, like, exposing their whole plan. Like, everything that they want to do. Like, I know he kidnapped Jerome, but, like, you're just gonna blatantly say this information where Jerome is blatantly listening to your whole phone call with Vera. Like, now he knows that Vera's involved. 
now that he knows like everything that like Rufus and Vera are trying to do. Right, and then like he knows what he's capable of because Jerome helped Sabuna and like all the stuff in season one. Like, yeah, he has to know they're not dumb. <laughs> Rufus is like, oh, Vera, me and you are gonna work together and get the mask and try to become gods. Jerome sitting right there. Patricia calls Rufus a Fruit Loop. She asks if becoming a god is actually crazy. Baby mentions that Egyptians thought you needed a body to enter the afterlight. Wow. I'm restarting that because my brain, like, once again, said words. No. Patricia calls Rufus a Fruit Loop. She asks if becoming a god is really that crazy. Baby mentions Egyptians thought you needed a body to enter the afterlight. And that's why they mummified people. Patricia points out Sankara doesn't have a body. They realize she's going to make Nina wear the mask and then possess her. Fabian goes to tell Nina, leaving Elfie and Patricia with Rufus. The Fruit Loop thing was so funny to me. <laughs> like, Rufus is a Fruit Loop. <laughs> also, like, can Fabian not text Nina? Like, he has to go back to school? Phones? What phones? <laughs> Let's be real. Are any of them checking their phones? They're getting, they're feeling their pocket vibrate and they're just like, eh. Not important. Patricia and Elfie enter the shed and they see a figure under a sheet. They pull the sheet off and instead of Jerome, it's Eddie. Mind you, I'm just an Eddie fan trying to make this sound way more dramatic than what it actually was. I'm sorry. I know who I am (laughs) as a person. Back at the house, Victor is still decoding a clue. Then he realizes it's referring to the afterlife. So the clue is about something called a field of rushes. So I said, clearly it's about KT. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this foreshadowing in this episode. Wow, so much KT. Plenty. They were purposely foreshadowing naming a character KT Rush. I also meant, uh, what was the other? Oh, the jackal disappearing. Yeah. At the prison, Mara, Poppy, and Mick are coming to Mr. Clark's hearing. Poppy asks Mara to read a statement she and Jerome worked on. Mara says that Poppy should. Mr. Clark asks him about Jerome. Mick goes, well, it is Jerome we're talking about. Mara says Jerome has changed. Uh, Mick is like, LOL, don't believe you. All right. I get Mick is trying to be a supportive boyfriend, but maybe going with your girlfriend to her friend's dad's hearing in prison was not the move. Like, just not Yeah, the move. it was a little awkward. <laughs> like, I appreciate the sentiment. It was not necessary. They, you know. Um. So I'm about to turn into Grace for a, a minute. <laughs> Mind you, I have not watched season season four of Stranger Things other than like the first episode. I think half the second episode. There is a scene in season four of Stranger Things which I only know because I follow Grace on Twitter, where like. Jonathan says, like, to Nancy, like, oh, good thing you were in charge. Who else would be in charge? Steve. And Nancy says, oh, he's really matured and changed. And I said, why does this remind me Same of that energy. scene? Yeah. Is Mick Mara, Mick Mara Jerome, House of Nistancy. You're right. I just don't want to compare Jerome to Steve. <laughs> What if I just go tweet? Is Mick more Steve Jerome actually has more Steve Stompson? energy. But I agree. <laughs> Mick has more Steve energy than Jerome does, but Jerome. Hold on. 
might be like season one steve but steve yeah. matures much better than jerome does i agree, I agree. jerome matures in season two but jerome in season three deletes reverts. all the maturity <laughs> they're like character growth what character growth <laughs> the point in the story we're at i will compare jerome and steve okay season that's three good. yeah jerome reverts to bad ways let me backtrack. Should I, can I, should I tweet? Yes, I'm tweet it. Because I already account. tweeted. I'm not going to tweet can. it from the pod. I'm just going to tweet. I already tweeted something. I, I mean, I tweeted something about that. I, did you see my tweet? Race is going to be like, what is the go? What are these girls up to? Why? Why do the newest backwards girls just keep tweeting about? Stassi? I actually acting as if I have any idea of what's going on other than on Grace's Twitter with Stranger Things. <laughs> Back at the shed, Eddie is explaining how he ended up there. Elvie says, it's romantic. Patricia says, no, it's stocky. Also, Alfie calling it romantic sent me into a giggle. Which, for context, uh, Eddie said he he ended up there because he was trying to follow Patricia, right? And, like, that's why <laughs> he thinks it's romantic. <laughs> I-, I love uh, Alfie rooting for Petty. <laughs> okay, but he wasn't following her in, like, a stocky way. He was following her, like, I'm concerned about her way. Yeah, which is understandable. So, like, I'm kind of with Alfie here. I don't necessarily agree with his motives. Yeah. Because he did say he thought she was, like, cheating on him, but, like, still. <laughs> cheating on him in a shed, and she brought Fabian and Alfie with her. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she's cheating on her with Fabian and or Alfie. She's, she's taking both of them for a threesome, and he said he's like, I have to go. I mean, she's not going to something. <laughs> Eddie does seem to think there's something going on between her and Alfie, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, ever since Piper, he's a little messed up, so. Um, then Eddie says that he's pretty regular compared to everything else going on around here, which, I mean, is fair. <laughs> True. Alfie asks about Jerome, and Eddie says he doesn't know. Uh, Eddie also says my concussion has a concussion, and that line sent me. Also, not to go on to my own tangent, because we've gone on several, I am now on the blo- my Bloodlines reread of my Vampire Academy reread, and since, you know, Sarah and I fancasted Berkeley as Eddie Castile and Jerome as Adrian, uh, even though we now have an actual casting for Adrian, I still, and Eddie, I still picture these two as I'm reading the book. Because, like, Eddie and Adrian are the main characters, and, like, the main male characters in this book, and this, this is who I picture. I picture these men. <laughs> or boys, everyone to cut it. I, I think of them. I'm like, mm, yeah. Patricia and Alfie rush Eddie out of the shed. Nina joined Amber in the tunnels. They're approaching the mask. They unlock the mask. Nina is holding it, and she yells for Sankara. Sankara tells Nina to put it on. Joy tells her not to. Fabian comes running in and tells her not to. Nina asks Sankara if she'll lift the curse. Sankara says she will. Nina begins to lift the master face, and it fades to black. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. Uh, so who got the brain cell this week? Awesome. You know, Nina found the key. That was pretty smart. That was. But I also said Victor because the kids were all kind of stupid this week. Yeah. Maybe Mick for deciding to go visit his girlfriend in person, but like also not really because <laughs> poor Mick. Had he not done that, he would have just gotten broken up with over Facebook Messenger. And, like, the surprise was cute, but maybe give her a heads up next time. Uh, ship. Can I say Petty? If not, I'm gonna say Nina and Amber. The ships were I said also Mara and Eddie week. friendship. Yeah, all the ships Mara were so Eddie, dysfunctional today. Nobody was winning. Uh, like, Mara's 
crush on Jerome, but not really because she literally has her actual boyfriend there with her. And also, meanwhile, she changed her profile picture to her and Jerome. Which is like, Mick, I know, yeah. Mick and Mara, but only from Mick's side. Exactly, yeah, because they don't they don't get it because it's not two sided right now. Mara's being stupid. Mick, Mara, Jerome as Stancy. <laughs> like literally, that's like the summer of the ships this week is they're all super one sided. Even though like most of them are not one sided, they just it was like someone in the relationship decided to be like, "Hi, it's me. I'm the problem, but I'm gonna just ignore you. Goodbye." Eddie and yep. Mara besties. Mick, Mara, Jerome as Stancy and Patricia and Alfie. In Eddie as besties. <laughs> Fair enough. Eddie and uh, Mick and Alfie. Because <laughs> Alfie was really happy to see Mick. Alright, so I actually wanted to like do a sparkle quiz as a, like, as a group, but I couldn't find like a good one. Because the problem is the questions were either too stupid to the point they made me mad, or they were too easy. So I've decided we're going to do a Mad Lib. Okay. Yeah, oh, I was looking at the and some of them were like hard. Like some of them were like who's a blonde and easy and then some of them are like a really specific detail that i would never remember in my life that was just it i was getting so irritated i was like these are either too easy or they're too hard and to a point where like they want a detail that's like so specific it, i feel like they had to be watching that, the episode yeah that no one would remember yeah if we if we don't know it when we literally have a podcast about this show <laughs> like... all right so i think we should do bachelorette bash mad libs so our options Ooh. are how to throw a bachelorette party, not just a bridesmaid dress, guest confidentiality agreement, bachelorette checklist, scavenger hunt, gifts for bridesmaid, advice for the bride to be, a proposal story, how to handle his bachelor party, some preliminary activities, are you ready for marriage, how to win over your in-laws, or drink recipes. I kind of want to do how to win over your in-laws. <laughs> All right, Mr. Sweet, let's go. <laughs> All right, I need an adverb. Lovingly. Laura, I need an adjective. Goofy. I need to also have an adjective. Attractive. I need a plural noun, Brenna. Keys. Laura, I need a part of the body. Nose. Why did I know you were going to say that? I was just sitting here thinking nose. Noun. Why do I want to say house? I'm going to say house. I'm going to say Anubis house. I need another noun, Brenna. Mm. hay bales or hay bale laura i need a plural noun dogs why is it asking me for so many nouns my god i'm gonna go with computer right i need a plural noun lockets laura i need an adjective blue blue yeah not maroon I swear, no. it's asking for a noun one more time. No, this should be oh my god, what if I'm gonna do father? Because it's about the in-laws. Oh yeah. Duh. <laughs> Adverb. Stupidly. Laura, I need a plural noun. Siblings. Alright, guys. How to win over your in-laws. Some marriages end lovingly as a result of goofy friction with the in-laws. Here are some steps that will help you all get along. As one big attractive family. Grooms. <laughs> Before announcing your wedding keys. Sit down with your fa- future father-in-law. And ask for his daughter's nose in there. <laughs> his pre-Anubis house meeting. Shows your future in-laws. That you respect them. And seek their hay, hay bales. Hay bale. 
remember as you address your future dogs formally until they ask you to call them mom and computer. Right? <laughs> Don't forget to include your future mother-in-law in all of your wedding lockets. Even if you don't intend to follow her blue advice. Warning, don't expect to share a father with your fiance. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. What's this, Alabama? What's the Alabama? Don't expect to share Don't expect to share a father with your fiance in your future in-law's home until you are married. It is stupidly important to respect all of their cherished siblings. <laughs> we got lost a little bit there towards <laughs> the end, but we circled back. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. That got a little chaotic. Don't expect <laughs> good, to share a father with your fiance. <laughs> oh no, it's only in their house until you're married. But that's oh, okay. Okay. Not- you share a father, so you can just pretend that means like your father. That's my father-in-law now. All right, guys, that is the end of our episode. And uh, good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Um, Thanks for sticking around when we've been super chaotic and all over the place with our posting schedule. We make no promises for the new year. Um, I think we will finally get to season three. We, we will, will finally get to season three. 2023 because this is the second to last episode of season two. We have been doing season two for two years. All right. <laughs> Good night. Good night. All He's not my besties. Sabuna. Sabuna. So much I wanted to say. Where is he at? Is there anyone there? I can assure you that if I hear Log Live live with these two, I will be on the floor crying. You'll see. All of a sudden, you'll just hear Emily down, and then all of a sudden, Long Live just starts playing through the speakers. <laughs>